Cruz who breaks three. One man to beat. Victor Cruz down the sideline. Cruz is going to take it all the way. Tied an NFL record. 99 yards from Manning to Cruz. Barkley straight ahead with a big hole. And running through is Saquon Barkley. And he's going in for a Giants touchdown. Giants turn to try and answer, and here's Saquon Barkley, and he's off to the races. The 30, the 20, Saquon for six. Welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm your host, Jack Quateraro, alongside with me, my co-host, Thomas Sinergia, and here we are sitting on a beautiful Thursday night not watching the Packers 49ers game. Well, Tom might be as we do this, but here we are to preview the New York Giants versus Washington football week nine matchup. And Tom, before we get started, how's everything been going with you, man? How's your week been going? It's been a long week. I, uh, I'm officially home for the semester. I went back to Quinnipiac yesterday, packed up all my stuff. It's just not worth being there. It's different for you. You have a house, you're off campus. Me, I live on, on one of our campuses and honestly just, our student, our student body didn't didn't care enough there over the weekend to stay safe. So they had a big party, and now we're pretty much all going to be getting sent home soon. I just kind of was proactive on the situation and just grabbed all my stuff while I could. Yeah, obviously we're just in different boats because you know I have the house and stuff. But yeah, there was like a party, Giants fans with like five hundred kids that went to some like uh, country club or like surf club, whatever you want to call it. Like it was a venue. Club. Yeah, it was a venue. So like 500 kids went. It was like really bad. And like, yeah, there's like 100 positive more cases since of, because of it at Quinnipiac. And our school time was honestly doing a, a fabulous job with COVID and all the restrictions and taking all the proper precautions and stuff like that. So it just it kind of sucks to see this because now we don't get to hang out as much because you left me. So but it's all right. At least I have Zoom and at least we have this. Hell yes. Yeah, but all right, let's get into this game before we continue to talk about QU. Um, this is the Giants' second matchup of the year. The first game against Washington, they they won the Giants 20-19 on a failed two-point conversion by Washington, literally in the final seconds of the game. Tom, do you have really any takeaways from that game? It was a great game to watch. We won. Some people will say we were we were a missed two-point conversion away from losing, which is very true. Um, I don't know. We – We've, we've always kind of had Washington's number. I don't remember the last time we split kind of a season. I think we've, I think we've swept them at least the last two years. We're like, we're probably going to win this week. Do I want them to? I don't think so. Listen, I think this is one of those games. Once again, like we talked about on the recap of the Bucks game, this is another winnable game for the Giants. And I think this is a game they just don't lose. And I'm not trying to jinx the Giants or anything like that. I just think they don't lose to Washington. I don't even think they – take Washington as a real team. Honestly, like a lot of other fans can say the Giants aren't a real team, but the Washington football team might have a good front seven, but the rest of their team is garbage. I'm going to say that right now. And I think this is Tom. I'm going to say this again. I think this is one of those games where Daniel Jones redeems himself and pops off and has like four or five touchdown passes and hopefully no interceptions. I'm hoping for a game on Sunday where Daniel Jones doesn't have a single turnover. You know, it's just mind boggling. I'm looking at it right now. If we win tomorrow, we're only one game back. I'm sorry. If we win Sunday, we're only one game back. Why does it? Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? I was gonna come into this and kind of just let you know and let everyone know that I'm I'm done. 
Um, I don't want us to win any more games. I want the high draft pick. But here I am looking at the standings. The Eagles only have one. Um, they only have one, two more wins than us. They're on a bye. Dallas plays Pittsburgh. They're gonna lose. So they're they're still only gonna have two wins. So if we beat Washington, we're two and seven. They're two and six. Dallas is gonna lose. They'll be two and seven. So we'll still be technically in fourth, but. And yo, and again, we have a very rough, rough stretch too. But the Eagles have a rough four games coming up, so I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm I'm looking at their schedule right now. So, like we said, the division Giants fans is still as close as heck, and like wide open. It's literally wide open, and that's why I'm kind of like still intrigued and kind of winning. But Tom's right, Giants fans. There's a point during the season. I thought of it last year too. Basically, around this time too, the Giants. The past like three, four years, their first eight games, they've they've never like had like more than three wins by this point since 2016. So it's kind of history is repeating itself once again since 2016. So I don't think there's anything wrong with not tanking. I'm not trying to say let's tank, but I'm just trying to say like, listen, you, you play chess here, you pick your dice, you roll your dice. And if you win a few games, whatever, but I don't think there's Tom, I don't really don't think there's a shot they win the division. Uh, hear me, this. hear me out, hear me out. Hear Hang me on, out. let me let me say this first. They have Washington, then they have Philadelphia, then they play Cincinnati. So they could win that game. That's a that could be a really good game, Cincinnati Giants. But then here we go. They play Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore, and then Dallas again. All right, hear me out. We win Sunday. We're two and seven. We somehow beat Philly. We're three and seven. They're three, five, and one. We have the same amount of wins as them. We beat Cincy. We're four and seven. All of a sudden, we're we're, we're on a three-game heater. Then we go to Seattle. We're gonna lose by fifty. So we're three. So we're four. Uh, we're four and eight. We play Arizona at home. We always give Arizona a run for their money when we're home. That might we might be able to squeeze out a win. I don't know how Bradbury's gonna cover Diop. So let's say we win. Hell, hell with it. We're five and we're five and eight. We're gonna be Cleveland. Cleveland stinks. Shout out JT. We're going to lose to Baltimore. And then it's just the Cowboys. If we win half the games, I just said we're going to win. Bro, we can do it. We can do it. So you're you're saying the Giants would finish 7-9 and nine with that? Well, I predict, I, predict, I predict us to win, what, six more games the rest of the year? Yeah. Dude, even if we only win, like, four, our division is so bad. None of the other teams might win. That's, That's what I mean. I'm all in. We're going to win I the think, division. So Philly has three wins, correct? I think it's basically first team to five wins in the NFC East will win the division. Probably, as, dude. As like as sad as it sounds, Tom and Giants fans, like I think five six wins really wins this division. And I want you guys to like to talk about this. Like when you're listening to this episode, I want you guys to think about this. Do you want the Giants to win more games, or do you want to see them do what they did last year and kind of lay off of it, pull back, you know, try to stay as healthy as possible, get ready for next season, and capitalize on a really good draft pick because once again i haven't completely looked at the draft class yet but i'm expecting a big time draft class this year and i think it's really good again probably not as good and as high level as last year's draft class but i think it's going to be another phenomenal draft class so it's going to be interesting this schedule is very interesting and it starts with washington on sunday 1 p.m game in washington i think it should be a good game i think i just think the giants don't lose this game i really don't and they become two and seven can you imagine? I know we're I know we're trying to focus on the game, but can you imagine what that'll do 
for obviously the players and the team, but just the entire Giants community in general. I, listen, it doesn't matter if your if your division is, is a bunch of high schoolers. Winning your division, you 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 won your division. There's nothing you can really do about it, and there's nothing anyone can really say about it. You're like you did it. So what? Can you imagine? I don't care if we lose by forty in the wild card round. Can you imagine if we just make the playoffs? I mean, it's been a while since 2016. Anything's possible, I think. And, and, and it's like 20. Listen, 2020. Everyone that's knows what I mean. We can do it. It's gonna happen. I'm all in. Tom, one second saying, "Oh, let's tank," and then the next second he's like, "Hell yeah! Like, let's do this." Listen, I'm down for it. If the Giants want to start pulling off wins and stuff like that, I'm gonna say this right now: they gotta win. They gotta beat what division games are, of course, the most important. Gotta beat Washington. Gotta beat Philadelphia. And then you gotta beat Cincinnati. So, you, like you said, you gotta go on a three-game hot streak. You can lose to Seattle. If you could some, if the Giants can somehow compete with Arizona and beat them, that's money. Or Cleveland. I think those are two teams they can compete with. I just think Seattle's at another level. But hey, if the Giants' offense plays well against the Seattle, Seattle's terrible defense, I think there's a shot. I might be crazy, say it or not, but I might be crazy. Baltimore. I'm not even going to look at that game. And then you beat Dallas again. So listen, Giants fans, everyone in the NFC East is dealing with playing these same teams. So it's going to be all in fire. It is. I'm all in fire. Listen, it might be like that, but listen, I'm going to say this right now, before we get back into the game preview, if the Giants lose to Washington, I think that's it. I think you, Oh yeah, obviously. And that's it. Cause I think you have to worry about building on the team and fixing what's wrong and firing Dave Gettleman. And I think that's it. And I think they'll be beautiful from there. But I got, all right, let's look at some storylines for this game. I'm going to say this right now. Daniel Jones, the last time they played Washington, he was 12 of 19 for 112 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Um, barely threw the ball, only threw it 20 times. He did run the, run the ball for se- um, seven times for 74 yards. And then Devontae Freeman had a good game too. I, I'm not sure if he's going to be back yet. We're here recording the episode on Thursday, so – anything's possible by game time Slayton was also injured that game he really didn't have the best game but I think this is just obviously I'm going to say this game again I'm sounding repetitive but this is just a game I feel like the Giants just absolutely beat up on Washington Tom yeah um obviously I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go all in depth about Chase Young again this week because I'm it's 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 kind of getting old and repetitive but uh like Washington doesn't scare me you know, whenever you play the Cowboys, it's always like, you know, like, oh, like it's the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys stink. Washington doesn't scare me. We really should, like you just said, the, the, this is the game where where if we are, if they are for real, like me and you are trying to hype them up to be, especially me, this is the game where we win by double digits. We don't win by one. We don't win 20 to 19 in an absolute barn burner of a game. We win like 27 to 13. Make a statement. We, ju- we almost beat one of the best teams in the conference. Now we go in and we spank our division rival. I think the Giants should have beat the Bucs by two touchdowns. But we talked about it on the game recap. We all know how that went. I can't get back into that game because it honestly haunts me as bad as the Philly game. But listen, another storyline to look out for, Tom, is the three starting rookie offensive linemen. Because think about it. Will Hernandez, I'm not sure yet. Don't take me up on this. I may be right or wrong, but – I don't think he's playing this week, so I'll have to check my sources once Sunday comes closer to us. Um, but li- listen, Tom, Andrew Thomas had a great game the other night. You know, nothing, not perfect, but honestly an improvement from what we've seen so far this year. And Giants fans should be happy about seeing that. Shane, Shane Lemieux at left guard gets his first official start 
against one of the best defenses in the league and absolutely plays phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. He might have not had the best coverage in pass blocking, but hey, during the run game, he was huge. And then they started Matt Parrott as, as well at right tackle, and he played phenomenal too. So all these young rookie rookie offensive linemen held their own. They started the game. They only gave up, I think, two sacks, maybe three. And I think you're looking at the future of the Giants offensive line, Tom, in a few years. I really do. Starting next year, you could the Giants could use Hernandez as a trade option and also Kevin Zeitler. You have options with your guard pieces. I think Nick Gates is the center of the future for the New York Giants. And I'm happy to see it because Shane Lemieux is a dog, man. Yeah, obviously, we're at the point where doesn't matter you know how much we hype it up we're not we're not we're not a good football team it's just that our division's really bad but so you want to get you don't want to be like you know what it was a couple years ago or or even like the Knicks do all the time the New York Knicks you don't want to keep playing all the old guys when your team is bad put in the young guys let them make the mistakes let them develop let them learn so the fact that Lemieux the fact that he's already playing and he's you know he's showing some promise we love what Parrott can do already and just keep Andrew Thomas on the field. I still have faith in him. He's not the very good, but I right now, but I have faith in him. He'll grow, he'll develop. So, like you said, Nick Gates looks pretty solid. Let these guys play together so they can form that kind of left side to right side just unity. Because when you keep pl- when you keep uh, picking plugging linemen all year, every year, every single game, one their chemistry is at zero, and two just you, you're not going to win that way. And also, I don't think they were expecting to play Matt Parrott as much because I know going into the draft after they drafted him, the Giants, they said he was more of a developmental piece and like a year or two guy, like basically saying they wanted him to be their starter his second year going forward. But because Cam Fleming is not the best right tackle option right now for the Giants, here, here's Matt Parrott getting valuable reps in at right tackle and even some at left tackle. So like you said, Tom, I agree with you. You got to stick with Andrew Thomas at left tackle and just let him ride it out. Because I personally think he had one of his best performances of his rookie career against the Bucks, And hopefully that sheds, sheds some light for the rest of the season. And hopefully he has a great game against Washington. Because like I said earlier, they literally have a phenomenal front seven, those guys with Montez Sweat and like Chase Young. I'm not going to get fully in-depth to them because really, I don't really care about the Washington defense that much. Fact. Chase Young hasn't really been like, to me, like, oh, wow, like Chase Young's out here, like demoralizing every offensive lineman in his path. Like that's what I was expecting, but I haven't really seen it. I know he's been battling that groin injury, but still haven't really been seeing what I expected out of Chase Young, but he is still putting up numbers. Don't get me wrong, Giants fans. Um, I'm pretty sure Kyle Allen's starting this game once again for Washington. I don't think it's Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins is just no longer an option for Washington. Um, Tom, I'm going to say another storyline for the defense. Blake Martinez and, of course, James Bradbury have to play their minds out. They basically do week in and week out. Blake Martinez is, like, I think first or second in the league in total tackles. And then Bradbury's second in the league in, like, pass pass deflection. So, but as they say, the stats don't lie. Ball don't lie. Those guys are really balling out. And I just – you just hope to see them out there all season just continuing to contribute to such high performances. I'm, like, super excited to have them for another two years after this. Yeah, I – uh I think the I think the way because I don't know what the right number is, but we had to have what at least eight new guys on defense this year. The way they've just gelled together so well without a without OTAs, without a full training camp, without a preseason, the way they've just gelled so well together, and 
they're our strongest unit right now. They're keeping us in games. And it's honestly, it's, it's a great thing. Cause look at the two Super Bowls we had, we had pretty good defenses when it mattered. Obviously in 2011, our defense was terrible. What? You got to give praise to Patrick Graham. He absolutely he's probably the best defensive coordinator we've had in years. And his scheme is working out phenomenal for the Giants defense. I'm going to say this once again, Giants fans. I wish DeAndre Baker was here for this. I wish he was here because I think he would have had a rebound year from his rookie year. And man, oh man, can I not wait till Xavier McKinney's back and playing safety for the New York Giants. Or you put him at slot, slot corner. I know he's mostly a safety, but McKinney, don't sleep on McKinney because we're all forgetting about this kid because he hasn't played a game yet this year. He literally was a second round pick that should have been a top 15 pick last year in the draft. And the Giants snagged him in the second round. He literally can play in the box with the linebackers, with the linemen, you name it, in the slot, deep in the coverage. Like McKinney can do it all. And I just can't wait to see it on display when he comes back. When when is he supposed to come back? Um, I'm not too certain. Don't take me like a hundred percent on this, but I think around like week 12. So listen, you get him in for like four weeks and you let him so, play. So here's the thing. So here, here's the thing. Week 12. That's what four weeks away, four weeks away ish three. If we still only have one win or two wins, you don't even put him in. You don't, you don't risk that kid. He only broke something. That's okay. Bones heal. You don't want him to push it just to like get him those reps have him, God forbid, tear something, and then and then you know he's already eating into way into his second year. But if we have four, we have three, four wins, and we're still game back, bring him in. Let's 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 win that division. I mean, a lot of Giants fans probably don't think it's in the best interest to win the division, Tom. But listen, I'm either way right now on a teeter. Stop top. it. I can go either way, fans. Listen, but I would like to see McKinney play this year as long as he is a hundred percent. Look what Matt Rule's doing with Christian McCaffrey. He's literally not letting the guy play. Saquon had the same high ankle sprain injury last year. Mm-hmm. Saquon, look, don't get me wrong. Saquon's a different breed. We've seen those quads and everything about him. He came back after three weeks. They said he was going to be out like six to eight weeks. I don't know if that's them rushing him back or Saquon saying, let me get back into the game and help my team. But besides that, like, look what Matt Rule's doing. I think Joe Judge is a smart coach. I think he literally is the coach of the future. Like, I love Joe Judge so much. I love everything he's done. The passion he shows week in and week out. Like, phenomenal guy. Top, top of the line. Hats off to him. Everyone thought he was going to be a joke coming in. And here he is. He's a stud, man. Giants have lost six games this year out of their eight games by a touchdown or less, Tom. Think about that. Crazy. You never Listen. know how those games could have went. And how many of those games literally came down to the last second, Giants fans. So, Besides McKinney, we know that storyline is going to be coming up soon, and I can't wait to get him back. I think this is another big week for Dexter Lawrence and, like, Leonard Williams. Like, those guys need to eat. Kyle Fackrell again. Logan Ryan, I'm expecting huge things out of him. Like, I just saw that story about him, and it was a pretty emotional story. Giants fans all saw this, but, like, Logan Ryan was talking to one of the trainers, and, like, his wife was going, like, battling some, like, stomach pains or something, and she was in Florida. He's all the way in New York. So everyone probably saw the story, like his wife ended up going to the ER and it, and it saved her life. And it's a very touching story. And he, like Logan Ryan said, quote for quote, he said, this is an organization you want to be a part of and you want to play for no matter win or loss. Like he said, obviously wins and losses do matter, but he said, Joe Judge literally told him, if you need to go fly home and spend a couple of weeks home, go do that. Like football doesn't matter at that point. So that's why like Joe Judge is really growing on me. And honestly, I just, I love the guy and I respect everything he's done. And I, respect logan ryan and i hope the best for his wife but 
Tom, you ready to get into some expectations and score predictions for this game? Let's do it. You start. You got this. Expectations. I I don't want to get my hopes too high. We should win. It's not an, it's not an expect. Yeah, it's, it is an expectation. We should win. I don't even know what the offense is going to do. It's it's a, it's a different show every week. I think the defense is going to stand pat. I don't think they're I don't think Washington's going to score a lot of points. Um Bradbury just keep locking everybody down. We limit a lot of touchdowns, I feel like. Like Tampa kicked four field goals last week. If we just keep doing that, keep staying solid in the red zone, keep feeding Gallman the ball, he seems to really enjoy just getting fed the ball right now, which is huge. Because he's never had a valuable touches, Tom, because of Saquon. They literally came in right. a year together, or Goldman was there the year before. Correct me if I'm wrong, Giants fans, but listen, like, obviously Saquon's going to be our number one guy even when he comes back after the ACL injury. But now we finally get to see the emergence of Wayne Goldman. And listen, you can run like a two-running back formation now. Like, Jason Garrett can get creative with this. But continue, Tom. No, no, that's it. Listen, I'm not going to go too in-depth into anything Um, because at the same time, we can lose this game by, like, 12. And – it's and it's gonna be a big waste of time. Listen, I think we win. I just expect defense to play phenomenal. Off, an offense should do good. If 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 Danny can just get the ball out like he was doing against uh, Tampa, don't make those two bad throws that lead to picks. Hopefully, he learned that learned that from last week. I don't know. Listen, it's kind of been consistent now. The linebackers are gonna do their thing. Fackrell, Martinez, they're gonna do their thing. Bradbury's gonna lock everybody down. Our linemen are going to create somewhat pressure, but they might not get a lot of sacks. And uh, it, it all comes down to, like you said before, is Danny going to have that game? That's what I want. That's the my biggest thing, my biggest one from this game. Let Danny light it up for the first time all year. Yeah, and I think he needs to. What do you think the score is going to be? What I want, I want us to win like 27 to 13. Do I think we score that many points? Again, who the hell knows? Um we won 20 to 19 last time. I'll say we win 24 to 20. 24 to 20. I like something, that. Something like that. Okay. So listen, I'm going to agree with you. I think this needs to be a game for Daniel Jones that he goes out there and proves once again, all the doubters and hate and haters wrong, because listen, he's taken a lot of heat after that Bucks game and rightfully so he made a lot of bad throws, a lot of bad choices. And it's another game. The giants could have won another winnable game gone. But I think this game is going to be like 35 to 14 Giants, honestly. I think the Giants literally just capitalize on the Redskins. And I, excuse me, I'm sorry, on the Washington football team. And I think Daniel Jones, like I said, marches in there. Wayne Goldman goes in there, rushes for 50 plus yards, maybe even 100 if lucky, if the O-line blocks well. And of course, run, run blocks well for him. So I think it's just going to be a really good game for the Giants and a game they need. Something they get off their chest, you know, like they need to win. Like this team deserves to win, Tom. Every year we go to Washington, we shut them out. I'm going to say 35-14. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. You love us scoring 30 points every game. Of course I do. That's me. That's your boy JQ out here. But I'm just going to give one to two crazy hot takes to end off the episode. My crazy hot take is, is that Daniel Jones throws for over 350 yards and has no turnovers to go with that day. And Darius Slayton has three touchdown catches. And we finally, the emergence of the the real Darius Slayton comes out because we saw what he did against the Bucs, and I think this is just another reason why he's a stud wide receiver, and he could be our number one, depending on what everything happens and free agency in the draft coming up soon in the, you know, in the offseason. But those are my two hot takes. How can I top that? Do a defensive one. We hold them to 10 points or less as a, as a, as, as a team. 
that'll be that'll be kind of a plus. You know, I don't I don't think we've done that yet. This is kind of this is kind of bold. I don't think I don't think this has happened at all. We have a double digit lead going into the fourth quarter. Mm, wow. See, like that's like a good hot take. Like sometimes I don't think of those, Tom, but beautiful. That's you just like, think you just think of Danny throwing for a thousand yards and our, one of our receivers having four touchdowns. Yeah, I'm I'm just like that. But that's why you're here, Tom. Good take, good take. But good all take right, it. Giants fans, we're gonna wrap this up. I hope you are all enjoying your week and We'll see you all Sunday for the game, 1 one o'clock Eastern time. And, yeah, we'll see you there. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We love you all. Thanks for supporting us, as always. And see you on the Game Recap Monday night.